Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Sending you hearts. I have trouble doing that with my fingers, but I'm trying to practice. They do that in a beautiful me, and it's really cute. Anyway, welcome to Sunday Night Live, where we are learning how to thrive in change. The change that we wanted, the change that we don't want, the change that we welcomed and planned, the change that was unexpected and hits us like a ton of bricks. I'm here to tell you that with the appropriate principles, with the right intentions, we can learn to let our roots be nourished even in the coldest of seasons, even when our leaves aren't green and our flowers aren't blooming. And that's what Thrive and Change is all about. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thanks for jumping on and be sure to say hi if you are coming to us and you've never been here before, for sure say hi. Let us know that you are here. Oh, hi, Kelly, I'm glad you're here. Where are you watching from? Hi, Samantha, it's good to see you. And and Carol, so glad you're here. Hopefully Gary and Kelsey are somewhere nearby, but if not, hello and welcome. Um, yeah, I hope you guys <clears throat> are having a love-filled Valentine's Day. Uh, mine has been awesome, filled with lots of love. Oh, Missy says hi and happy birthday weekend. Yeah, you guys, many years ago, 38 years ago, I did probably the smartest thing I ever did, which was marry my husband, Ken, which he's, you know, if he's watching, he's saying amen, right? Um, so 38 years ago, I married my husband, Ken. Then the next day was my birthday. And then the day after that was Valentine's Day. And so for the last 38 years, except for one of them, which I'll tell you about in just a minute, for the last 38 years, 37 out of 38 years, we have just devoted um, those three days to having fun, enjoying each other's company, celebrating good things. And it, it's just been amazing. So thank you for the good wishes. Uh, thank you, Kelly, for saying I look great. I appreciate that. Um, the one year that I was unable, that we were unable to have our traditional go out to dinner and celebrate and reminisce and look toward the future uh, was the year that our oldest son was born. And my oldest son, our oldest son was born on my birthday. So we have four big days, four big occasions in three days every year. And it's, it's pretty cool. I love it. Anyway, I hope yours has been joyous and love-filled as well. Uh, I want to welcome our sponsor, Thumb Roast Coffee. You are going to love Thumb Roast Coffee. And it is not too late. If you were not spoiling the Valentine in your life, if you hadn't done anything to spoil them yet, it is not too late to go to Thumbrose Coffee. You can order coffee. You can print out your order, put a big heart on it, sign it with love, and show it to your sweetheart and say, look what I got you. It'll be here in the mail in just a couple of days because it comes right into your mailbox. And because you're a Sunday Night Live viewer, Thrive and Change listener, you can get 15% off by using the code THRIVE, T-H-R-I-V-E. So with that, let's get started. 
Let me see. I need my better banner. All right. So our um, our Thrive Principle tonight is trust the process. Trust the process. Hashtag trust the process. And I really want you to lean into that tonight because we're going to be talking about something that I know many of you um, are going to find difficult. And I'm here to tell you, you can do hard things. If what we talk about tonight is hard for you, that's okay. I believe that you have everything you need to do it. I'm going to empower you to do it. I'm going to encourage you to do it. I'm going to give you the tools you need to do it. I'm going to give you the knowledge you need to be able to lean into the process that we're going to talk about tonight. And I entitled this one um, to the excuse that you have to stop making. The excuse that you absolutely must stop making if you are going to have the change that you want to see happen come about in your life. So are you ready? This is the excuse. You might want to write this down. Stop making excuses for your wins. I'm going to say that again. Stop making excuses for your wins. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what do you mean making excuses about my wins? I make excuses when I mess up. Well, maybe you do. And that's a topic for another another Sunday Night Live. But I want you tonight to make a commitment to yourself that you are going to stop making excuses, stop belittling, stop apologizing, stop diminishing your wins because every win you make matters. Every step you take that gets you closer to the change that you want to see happen in your life, it's a win and it matters. And I don't want you to minimize them or forget about them. Kelly, yes, self-confidence problems, maybe. <laughs> exactly. I'm here to tell you that when you have a win, if you will embrace that win, if you will accept that win for what it is, it is going to help self-confidence problems. It is the antidote to low self-confidence. When you stop minimizing when you do something that's good, that's right, that's effective, that works, that took courage. Are you hearing me? Don't make any more excuses when you are doing the right thing. Don't. And we just got done with, um, oh, the big game, Super Bowl. So Super Bowl is over. <laughs> Tom Brady is a rock star, <laughs> right? Love him or hate him. He knows how to get it done. Um, Tom Brady's goal every year is to make it to the Super Bowl. I'm right about that, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely sure. And he's getting pretty good at it, too. But this is the thing. Big goals are awesome. And I want you to have big goals. I have big goals. One of my big goals is to have 100 people who are participating in the live stream leadership program. That is a big goal. It's an ambitious goal. It's it's a great goal. You've got great goals. And I'd love to know what is your big goal? Drop it in the comments. If you've got a big goal, 
what is it? Um, and some of the names I'm seeing on here, I, I can, I, I know some of your goals and I'd love for, I want you to brag on them, pop them in there and let us know what is your big goal? Uh, because you were designed to do great things. You should have great goals. You get to have great goals because you were designed to do great things. But this is the thing. Big goals all by themselves can be very, very dangerous. So this is many years ago, but I knew somebody who had a great amount of talent, a huge talent. He had a ton of ability, a lot of potential. He had really big ideas and he had really big goals. The kind of goals he had were world changing goals, without a doubt, world changing goals. But the enormity of those goals seemed to have the opposite effect on his motivation. Instead of those big goals, giving him big motivation, he, he seemed to have no motivation. All he had was big goals. He never got any traction. He never made any meaningful progress toward those big goals, and he never achieved them. Why not? Why not? If he had a big goal, why couldn't he achieve the goal? Well, this is what science tells us about big goals. <clears throat> goals that are too big paralyze us. It's like our brains look at those and go, what? Holy cow, that could never happen. That could, can't be me. That can't, I, I could never do that. Kelly uses the word overwhelmed. Yes, those big goals can overwhelm us. They literally paralyze us. They shut off our brains if we're not careful. If all we think about is that big goal, it can paralyze us and convince us that nothing that we do will help. Nothing we do will ever get us there. It's just too big. The amygdala, the part of our brain that responds to fear and threats, hijacks the thinking part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex, when we get scared. When we get that terrorized feeling of, oh my gosh, that goal's too big, our amygdala takes over and it says, you know what, you don't have any energy to spare to be creative, to think, to make good decisions or see possibilities. You need to hunker down. You need to run. You need to be safe. And science can actually see this process at work in our brains. When they look at a brain scan, when, when somebody gets overwhelmed, scared, terrorized, scared of a big goal, a threat perhaps, the more the amygdala lights up and the less the prefrontal cortex lights up. So fear robs us, robs us of creativity and planning power. It paralyzes us. So I'm not letting you off the hook. <laughs> so for those of you who are saying, well, that's really helpful, Shannon. Now I know I'm just gonna abandon all my big goals. No, not so fast. <laughs> Do not start spending all your time binge watching game shows, um, eating bonbons. Don't do that uh, because <clears throat> there is a way to get to those big goals and we are going to talk about it. All right. So let's see. Kelly says she's, she's got a confession here. She says, I have a hard time accepting a compliment without cutting myself down in a way that takes practice, Kelly. It takes practice. Um, and I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you two really great words and I want you to just say these over and over and over until it's like um, a knee-jerk reaction. When somebody gives you a compliment, this is what you can say. Are you ready? Thank you. And then you smile. 
thank you. You don't have to say any more. You don't have to add anything to it. You can just smile and say with genuine sincerity, thank you. Thank you. Practice it. It feels awkward at first, but it gets easier and it is powerful because you are genuinely grateful and the person who gave you the compliment genuinely wanted you to have it. What a beautiful mix, right? All right. So Kelly says this. She dropped her goal in there, her big goal, professional photographer. Yes, it's a big goal, <coughs> a very big goal. So what happens when you have a big goal like Kelly has? When you have a big goal like I have, um, how can you prevent that part of your brain that gets paralyzed and terrorized? How can you prevent it from taking over? This is what you do. You keep your big goal, but you just add small goals to the mix. And here's why. When you take that big goal and break it into smaller achievable steps, you prevent the fear part of your brain from hijacking your thinking cap. And it allows you to get victories you get wins. The trouble is we often overlook the value of the small success. We minimize it. We make excuses for it. We poo-poo it. Oh, they seem puny in comparison to what we really want or what we plan to achieve. It's just a drop in the bucket, right? Oh, it's just a drop. Oh, no. It's, it's embarrassing to make too big of a deal about that when I've got such a long way to go. Imagine if Tom Brady thought like that. Imagine if every time his team won a game, they all said, no celebrating, no being happy. Let's just keep our eye on the prize. And they never took a minute to say, wow, that felt good. Let's, let's put another notch in the win column. Every time our team wins, we celebrate, don't we? Don't we? Every time they win. I got to watch uh, just a little bit of my nephew Jack playing basketball for his school team. I think he's in sixth or seventh grade. Uh, so awesome to watch those young boys, those young men um, learning how to work together as a team. And anytime they win, they, they, they celebrate baskets. They get a couple of points and they're high fiving and, and happy. And then they get right back in the game. Get right back in the game. So imagine if our favorite sports team refused to celebrate those wins. At the beginning of the season, they see this is the goal. The championship is the goal. And every time they won, everyone in the crowd just went, oh, okay, well, it's not the championship. Better move on. Right? <laughs> Kelly says Peyton Manning would have more rings. <laughs> <laughs> I see a Peyton Manning fan in the mix here. <laughs> That's awesome. In our, in our lives, in our personal lives, as we're striving toward the goals, in our professional lives, uh, whatever we're wanting to accomplish, maybe we're going for a, a degree, maybe we're getting a certificate, maybe we're trying to get a license, or maybe we're just moving up in, in our craft. Um, we have to follow the same process that a sports team does. Because winning in our lives isn't just about being determined, refusing to accept defeat. It's not about willpower. In our lives, we have to follow that same formula that sports teams follow. We celebrate each win. We set a smaller goal and we reach it 
and then we leave it behind as we move on to the next thing. We don't dwell on those small wins. We know they're not enough to get us to the big goal, right? But we can celebrate those small wins and then move on and use them as stepping stones. So what's your big goal and what are the smaller steps that you can take to get there? Celebrating those wins isn't silly. It's scientific. It's how our brains work. Stop apologizing for your wins. Stop making excuses for your wins. Well, it was only half a pound. I only lost a half a pound. Is it closer to your goal than you were a week ago? If it is, it's worth acknowledging as a win and celebrating it, embracing it, and building on it. This is the reason why it's critical for you to stop making excuses for your wins. Oh, that was nothing. Oh, it was, it's just a small thing. Well, I only have two clients. Well, I've only got my associate's degree. When we don't acknowledge our wins, we can't build on them. It's, it's like we, we put a win on the board and then we hose it off and it goes away. And then we're starting from scratch over and over and over. We never get a sense of, of gaining momentum, of getting traction when we don't acknowledge the steps that we've taken toward our goal, when we don't acknowledge the successes we've experienced en route to getting there, when we don't acknowledge that, well, I only have two clients, but it's two more clients than I had when I first started. Yes, you only have two clients and everybody who's building a book of work has first one client and then two clients. Nobody builds a following, a clientele, a business by automatically having a thousand customers. That's not how it works. When we refuse to acknowledge the power of those small wins, we are eroding our own base of success. And it is really hard to get traction. It's like trying to run on gravel and the, the ground just is sliding out from under your feet because You've never allowed your success to just be solid. Acknowledge it. Yes, that was a win. And now I can move on. Some of you, Kelly mentions this, COVID put her big goal on hold. Potentially, potentially, certainly interrupted it. But what are you able to do in the midst of this pandemic that will get you closer to your goal? What things have you done that have gotten you closer because if it got you closer, it is a win. If you did internet research for photography or if you did uh, virtual presentations for your sales and you know, not necessarily just a photographer, but um, if you did a virtual presentation, if you started going to virtual business networking meetings instead of just staying home and doing nothing, that's a win. That's a step in the right direction. It might not be working perfectly. It might not be as good as you wanted it to be, but it is a solid step in the right direction. And you can acknowledge it. Once you acknowledge it, you can build on it. When you minimize it, when you put it down, when you say poo-poo, what I've done isn't a lot. When you do that, you are eroding the base of success that you need to build momentum like 
a sports team to get to the next level. And then when you're at that next level, you get some good wins and a nice solid base. And then you've got some firm foundation to build on to go to the next level. So that is the thing, my friends, that you have to do. The excuse you have to stop making is you have to stop making excuses for your wins. You have to stop blaming them on luck. You are not, it is not lucky that you entered school and are pursuing your education. It is not lucky that you signed up for a, a um, program that allows you to grow as a person, that allows you to get skills that you need to be able to function in this ever-changing world. It's not, it's not an accident that you're here listening to this. This is a win. Every consistent step you take to learn and grow is a win. It is a solid piece of the puzzle. It's a piece of the base that allows you to continue to get more wins going up that ladder. Carol says this, she signed up for coaching classes with me. Yes, a win and a consistent win because every week that we gather in live stream leadership, we learn new principles and new ways to apply them. And we create a safe place for people to fail. We create a safe place in the Livestream Leadership Program for, for somebody who wants to learn and grow to not get it exactly right. And we're there to say, you can do it. There's a win in there somewhere. Let's find it. Keep going. And we build each other up because we acknowledge that Every step in the right direction is a win. Every step in the right direction is a win. What have you done? What are you doing right now that you're perhaps overlooking and not giving yourself enough credit for? It's time to start giving yourself credit for those steps that you're taking, the wins that you're getting. It's not just because somebody liked you that they promoted you at work. It's not. You are getting promoted at work because you're bringing something to that job that the person in charge of promotion says, that's good. I like that attitude. That person's got some skills. It's great. Carol says this, she's using more technology. That's a win. What a win. In the midst of this pandemic, one of the opportunities we have all had is the opportunity to learn how to use technology in a way that's going to allow us to continue to connect with people, serve people, do what we know we want to do, learn and grow, network, and technology is there for us if we will acknowledge it and understand that the first time we use it, right, Carol? The first time we use it, we're not going to be great, but we used it, and that's a win. The first time you do anything is a win, a rock-solid win. And I don't care if you stink at it. I don't care if it was terrible. If it is the, if you do anything for the first time, <laughs> you're amazing. You you have started. You're on your way. Acknowledge it. No matter what the outcome, no matter what the outcome, if you're doing something for the first time, give yourself a pat on the back and say, I'm in the game. I'm doing it. And I'm going to build on that. That was a solid win. Now what's my next step? 
we cannot get traction toward the change we want to see happen in our lives if we do not stop stop making excuses for our wins. We have to acknowledge them. We have to nurture them and love them. We have to be grateful for them. We have to understand that we're the ones who are responsible for taking those steps and that one win isn't going to be enough to get us to that big goal, but it is necessary. It might not be enough, but it is necessary. It's a necessary part of the process. So what do you guys think? What big goal are you working toward? What win would you like us to celebrate with you? That's hard. I can see your guys. I can see your, your brain, your mind thinking. But what, what have you done that's got you closer to your goal? That maybe you didn't just smile and say thank you. Maybe you minimized it and poo-pooed it. It's time to own it. It's time to own it. Now you guys are getting to see coaching Shannon because I'm good. I'm good with silences. <laughs> Although it's not great on podcasts, I know that. <laughs> and I can't hear you shouting your answers for those of you who are listening to the podcast. Oh my gosh, Missy says this. I never thought I'd have a real payroll. Good for you. That's amazing to have employees and a payroll that you execute every week or every two weeks consistently with money that your business earns. Holy cow. That's a huge win. That's a huge win. Congratulations, Missy. Well done. Missy has five people on regular payroll. Five lives, Missy, that you're giving them an opportunity to better themselves, to pursue their dreams, to do work that they love with people who care. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well done. Kelly says this, I bought digital photography books. That's amazing. You invested in your knowledge, even though you couldn't go out and do all the in real life photography that you wanted to do during this pandemic, you invested in knowledge so that you could grow in your professionalism and your craft. Kelly, that's amazing. Well done. Well done. Margaret says this, I signed up for a course to learn more about infection prevention with a goal of maybe becoming a certified infection preventionist. Margaret, that's fantastic. Well done. And what a, a profoundly important role that would have in today's society, given our current situation. Um, that's excellent, Margaret. Well done. Um, I think it's cool, Margaret, that you're leaning in to learning more about it to see if that might be something you'd want to pursue. What if you said no? What if you decide, nope, that's not for me? It's still a win, right? Because you took the action to put yourself out there to explore it and see, is this for me? It's a win. It's a win. Who else? Anybody else? I love this. This is awesome, you guys. And I, I just had no idea just how cool you all were. <laughs> so this is really a cool way to find out. 
And I'm loving those. Um, let's see. Oh, good. I got some loves up there and some likes, which is always nice. Anybody else want to share your win? Um, if you're watching this on replay, um, absolutely. Type your win in the comments. I, I go through and I, I look at these comments. So type them in um, and, and make sure you let us know what your win is. Even if it seems small, it's important because it's getting you closer to your goal. Do not make excuses for your wins. Do not give credit to somebody else for your wins. Own it. Just like you are going to own when you don't win, when you fail, when you mess up, which is still actually a win because the only way you're ever going to get anywhere is by trying. And when you try, sometimes it doesn't work out. The fact that you tried is still a win. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. <laughs> um, one last thing for those of you who are, are watching this live. Um, if you were wanting to jump into the 10-Day Jomo Challenge, and it is for people who use social media, and social media is not in a balance anymore for them. If, if social media is out of balance for you, and you use social media, um, this, is, this is a great place for you to join together with other people who are going to spend the next 10 days uh, taking action to get that social media picture right again so that social media isn't the boss of you. You're the boss of social media and it becomes a tool again instead of a tyrant. That starts actually starts on Monday at midnight. So you've got a few hours to jump in. Uh, it does not take up a lot of your time. It's designed to be small bites, but powerful bites. And the consistency of that 10-day process is going to give you really big results. So if you're interested in that, um, you can find it at the Thrive and Change page. When you go there, it'll be right at the top. And I will drop the link here in the comments as well. Or you can always just message me or tag me and I'll send you the link. Uh, it's $19 and it lasts for 10 days. And you will, at the end of those 10 days, um, be transformed and to me, that's the most exciting thing. That's a big win. So if you're ready to take some small steps, make some small wins that add up to a big one, uh, that Jomo challenge might be for you. Uh, with that, take care, everybody. I love you. Thank you for being here. Have a great night, and I will see you soon. Bye.